welcome to today's MMA Love podcast, which is usually in Swiss German, but will be entirely in English today because of our very special guest. So without further ado, I am Matt. I am the voice of the MMA fan in Central Europe. And this is your host, the Bulldog Joke Wizard, ring announcer extraordinaire, and the granddaddy of Swiss fight sports, Vladimir Baumann. Vladimir, how are you doing? Very good, but I've actually never used a bulldog joke, so yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that, so I, that's, that's why I, I just oh, wanted to bring okay. it. Because it's such a technical joke, it's, it's actually something. Um, just something up front before we start the talk with our very special guest. Uh, with the support of this podcast here, you are actually supporting MMA in Europe and in Switzerland. So like, share and subscribe ask questions, topics we should talk about, and guest suggestions. Um, we have two shows, one show in English, one show in Swiss-German. This today is the Swiss-English-German, or whatever you want to call it. So, <coughs> let's go. Um, let's get this party starting and get right into the talk with today's honorary guest of the show. Buckle up for this introduction. It is with great pride um, that I welcome the combat sports legend from Fribourg, Switzerland, the super combat kickboxing veteran, Lions Fight, Bellator, Shuto, Ahmad Alam, and the title challenger for the UFC's light heavyweight belt, the conqueror of the lakes of Labrevin, and the most dangerous hiker in the Swiss Alps, Volkan No Time Özdemir. Hi, Volkan, how are you doing? Uh, that's a good introduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks I for welcoming me. <laughs> I'd say I'd say that the most dangerous hiker. I, I think that is very true, isn't it? That's true. That's true. You know, um, there is nothing that can scare me in the, into the Alps. You know? <laughs> no wolf, no man, nothing. You know. Maybe Ötzi. <laughs> uh, there is me and my dog always. You know, so <laughs> there's two of us. You know. Um, it's it's a great pleasure that we we can speak to you on the podcast. We have seen you at our event uh, several times. Yeah. So for the people. Mm -hmm who don't know you and who don't know much about you, which I hope there is not a lot of people, describe to them who is Volkan Özdemir. Um, I mean, if I have to say, you know, present myself to, to some MMA guys, you know, um, the first thing to say is, is uh, probably that I'm the first Swiss Uh, UFC fighter now there is uh, also you know um, uh, girl you know again so it's, it's also good you know for for the sport but uh, yeah I was uh, I was the first UFC uh, fighter coming out of Switzerland you know I've been I've been you know training you know all my life uh, you know in Switzerland then I, I moved to the US you know to, to 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 train there and now I'm back to Switzerland you know to to continue on my career. And you have been the first Swiss fighter to fight for a world title in the UFC. As well, yes. Yeah. This is a pretty big accomplishment, my friend. <laughs> I mean, very, big, will be, big will be winning it, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously more than, you know, more than somebody else, I guess. But, yeah. you know, it's yeah. definitely not enough for me. If you look Steps. back, if you look back into your, to your childhood, um, Fight sports in Switzerland is is a sad story, I'd say, for most most of the parts. There, there have been some good moments. Why, in the end, or why do you think did you choose fight sports besides all the other sports there is? Um, 
you know, the my, my mom just brought me to a karate school, you know, because I was watching a lot of, uh, you know, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee and, you know, Jet Li movies, you know. So, and I was probably uh, maybe a, a bit too energetic, you know. So that, that's why she brought me there. And, you know, at the end, uh, I just wanted to try more, you know. I, I discovered different martial arts. I tried different sports. And, you know, I've always been into martial arts. So I think it's basically the the most, log- you know, like logical uh, step, you know, because I went to MMA because I wanted to try, like, as much sport as I can, then I was I was always uh, uh, loving the fact that you can be free and you can use everything. So obviously that was that was the the, the logical step in my career. And um, the fighting part, like the co- the competition, just came uh, at the end. You know, I just did that because I love to do uh, the sport and. Then I started competing because I was I was getting good at it, and, and and that's that's how it came out, you know. So you did your start in fight sports. Was it in judo or was it in kickboxing, like most of the guys we um, talked to? Yeah, I started uh, by doing karate, and then I went to kempo for the longest time, and in I did some a few sports like ninjutsu, capoeira, you know. I did uh, um, then you know kickboxing, boxing, and different kind of stuff, but those were the martial arts I, I started practicing. You you mentioned your your mother. Did, was she supportive from the start for that? Because Swiss moms don't very like very much like <laughs> fight sports. <laughs> yeah, no, she she was always uh, she was always uh, really good for that because she she always told us you know the uh, my sister and I. That uh, she will always support whatever we wanted to do, you know, if if we love what we're doing, you know. She was always saying like, uh, even if you wanna, I don't know if you say that in uh, in German, but even if even if you wanted to work as a as a seller at the EPA, you know, you have this. Yes, EPA. The yeah. store, yeah. It died yeah, a long time ago. That, that shows your age, <laughs> it but it's um, finished yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's finished now, but. Um, she was always saying, you know, if that's what you want to do, then you, you can do it. You know? So, do you know also RPM? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Oh, nice. <laughs> that is a deep. That yeah. is a deep dive into into sad Swiss uh-huh. retail history. Volkan, <laughs> <laughs> you you made it. You made it to the UFC. Now, now there's a lot of fighters out there. Why why do you think you made it to the UFC? Um, because I think just because I did the, the right sac- sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's all about sacrificing yourself and, uh, you know, it's all about choice, you know, uh, at a certain point because, uh, you can do whatever you want to do, like give your best and everything. But if you don't make the right choice at the right time, you know, then, then that's, that's where you, you're going to hit a wall. Um, I, I also moved to the U S and just rebuild my life over there and you know i was training uh, in in the big gym and i was you know serving as a as a sparring partner for for the big guy you know until you know until uh, i got the the call you know i it was a two weeks short notice call and i was there because i was training i was training for for the longest time um being ready for 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 the opportunity and when the opportunity arrived then i was there and uh, uh, i was ready for it could you point to uh, certain fighters that that um, were 
influential for your career? I, I know that you have a, a relationship or some sort of a connection to Alistair Overeem. Yes. Um, so I actually did my first uh, shoot of amateur fights uh, with him, you know. I was training in the uh, Netherlands. Um, you know, just for fun, because I I wanted to you know to to find a, a new gym, you know, to to get better at. And when I was there, you know, he, he he liked me and told me that I was that I was good, and proposed me to come back to the to the Netherlands and try to fight, you know. And that's how I just you know started to fight. I went back to the Netherlands. I trained for eight weeks uh, with him, and at the very last week, I just. Uh, fought there and I won and I loved it, you know, and that's how I just started, you know. Hmm. You're you're listed as a Sanford MMA fighter, but I know you also um, train at the Fight Move Academy in Neuchâtel. Uh, do you have like a do you go to San to to Florida to Sanford MMA for a preparation for a fight, or do you do you all the preparation now in Switzerland? Yeah, so now uh, it's basically only in Switzerland because uh, I actually have some some visa issue for for the states that still need to yeah. be solved. Uh, hopefully, this year will be will be good. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 back to my first gym, you know, like the my first MMA gym, uh, Fight Move Academy, uh, and it's been like that since my uh, Dominic Reyes fight. So all Which the fights you won. from the. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> not just saying that because you're on the phone. It's it's like really that was that was not not a good decision. But sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean that's the thing also we with it, you know, because I was that was my first fight uh, with my in the UFC with my Swiss team, um, totally with the Swiss team. So it's actually really sucked uh, because you know it's uh, it's uh, launched the the base you know of of my training on the bad note. You know, but obviously we did really good after that. Um, but you know, it's 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 okay. You know, um, it was it was good because uh, it was my first fight in the UFC with my Swiss team. Like totally, totally, all the guys were coming from Switzerland. The help from Switzerland, and uh, it was it was a really good fight. You know, but unfortunately, it didn't play the way uh, it was supposed to. Now, one would say that. Uh... You know, to be successful, you have to train like uh, one of these super gyms, like American Top Team or AK or uh, exactly. But you chose uh, to to stay and do your preparation in Switzerland, uh, also because of visa issues. But now I, I think you're kind of like successful here. Like, like what's the the, the secret ingredient of, of of your success with Fight Move Academy? I think it's a mix of both. Um, mm-hmm. I think you need to to achieve a certain level first. You know, before you know pretending that you don't need the states or something. Uh, you need to understand how they work over there. Uh, you need to acquire a level, a certain level, like, for example, in wrestling or different department. But those kind of stuff you that you only find over there. Um, and then you can play around, you know. Um, everybody has their own uh, strengths and weakness, you know, and... Uh, like for the for for most European fighter, we're we're really good in in striking and probably lacking in wrestling. If we don't talk about the probably Russian people and you know mm-hmm. Eastern guy or Iranian and and stuff like that. Um, but you know, then we need you know everybody has their own weapon and we we need to be good at 
at our own strength and we also need uh, to you know improve our weakness so we need a little bit of both you know uh, my time in the in the u.s were really was really good and uh help 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 develop me as a fighter like a lot uh and now i'm back in switzerland and i'm able to you know help the people around me you know with my 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 knowledge now um mm-hmm. Also, like the the wrestling knowledge that I can also transmit for the people here, so they don't need to travel uh, as much, or you know, so it's it's actually different, you know. I think we need a lot of those uh, veterans that paved the way, you know, that 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 showed the path for 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 the next generation, and then maybe it's uh, it's getting easier for the for the for the younger people. From Absolutely. your from your experience. Um, what do we as as a as a fight sports scene in switzerland need to do better what would you what would you say that 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 it is really lacking here um i can't say for everybody else uh but the, uh, i think we we don't really nobody is really missing any, anything you know i think uh, um the only thing people are missing is experience um and from the experience you know comes the, comes the level you know um i think we just need to fight you know have, have more have more tournament you know have more like uh, shows uh amateur shows and you know obviously also professional shows uh so the so the uh, the scene can just go on you know and then from 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 it uh it creates life and from this life, you know, you, you people are going to get better. You know, I think that that that's that's the only thing uh, we need. You know, um, it's like the the snowball effect. You know, from from mm-hmm. from this, like yeah, everybody's going to get better. There's going to be more uh, looks on it, like more eyes on it, and uh, you know, like different energy are going to get created from 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 that. I think that's the only thing that's missing. Is is that something that you would consider doing, like uh, during uh, between fights or like after your career is over? I mean, the only thing really that's 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 uh, really into me also as well, but that that, that that's something that I really like is actually teaching. So mm-hmm. I actually already like kind of teach uh, when my coach. Is not around. I'm I'm leading the classes. You know, I'm also always like trying to help people around me, like in the same gym, and say a few you know notes or points that that I that I see when I when I look at them, and uh, and that's something I really like to do. You know, teaching. You know, um, then uh, were you talking about organizing ev- events? Yes. Um, maybe I can be like a, the the godfather of something or something like that, but <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I can have the the not the balls, but I'm, I'm gonna say the the nerve to to organize that, but because I think that's really nerve wracking. <laughs> you know, those people they just cancel last moment. They say I want to fight, but then they don't want to mm-hmm. fight. Uh, this is. I don't think that's for me, though. It's it's too hard. Yeah, you need you need to be a special oh. kind of human being like Vladimir yeah. to to handle. These fighters are a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Dealing with fighters, Volcon, I can tell you something. (laughs) Um, Listen, um, you say that you you are already coaching people. 
we always have these trends in MMA or in the broader MMA sphere. At the moment, it's it's specifically calf kicks. Um, everybody's talking about them. Do you have any any idea why? And and you said it before actually that most fighters from Europe are actually quite good at striking. Some of some of the rest of the world not that much. Um, what is that thing with the calf kicks at the moment? I think because it's um, fairly new uh, for the main people, um, it, it, it's, it, it wasn't really allowed, you know, to strike behind the knees for, for different sports. And then, you know, in sport like Muay Thai, where the stance is a little bit different, uh, it's, it's also probably easier to kick, uh, to block, I mean. Um, so now I think... Uh, you know, with the the wide MMA stance and the, the fact that you have to 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 care about different stuff, um, about so many so many different uh, weapons, then uh, then it's it's becoming really really um, effective. Um, so I think now people are are seeing uh, the damage also as well, and um, they're just realizing you know this is like a, a weapon that they can also you know uh, implement to their game. Are you one of mm -hmm. these fighters that watches MMA in your in your free time? Do you watch the UFC, Bellator, or whatever organization, or are you one of these who say I have enough of it during the day? I I, I don't want to watch anymore. No, I watch. Uh, I don't watch all the fights, um, but you know my 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 social media page are like full of full of people that I follow, pages, um, instructional breakdowns, and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, uh, I'm always staying uh, up to date. Um, I'm, I think, first of all, I was a fan of the sport before, like, competing in it. Uh, you know, I've been watching those prides uh, in Japan all the time. So obviously, you know, it's uh, it's something that I love, you know. So I'm, I'm always, you know, watching fights. You know, obviously, I don't watch all the fights all the time. But uh, I definitely watch uh, the names that I'm interested in and also the big fights. So two, two questions there. Uh, as an old Pride mm -hmm. fan, 10-minute um, <laughs> first rounds, good thing or bad thing? Um, actually, never did that. Um, I think it's a good thing, I guess. Um, Actually, need to try it, you know. Yes. But I think it's a good thing because um, because then uh, there is no no people that's gonna that's gonna probably uh, save themselves, you know. It's I think it's more like a real fight, you know, like it's like a never-ending thing, and you, you need to be good at it. You cannot really uh, think about uh, saving your energy. I think. True. And the second one, uh, ring or cage? Um, cage. Okay. I was I was into the ring first, but uh, I think if you get in between the ropes and stuff like that, even if you try to mm -hmm. punch somebody, and the rope gets in between, then it's annoying, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Cage will be easier. Yes, it's it's definitely. I had to learn it as an old pride fan myself that that the ring is it's nostalgic, but it's it's not a, an ideal surface to do MMA in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about watching fights, did you watch one particular fight probably uh, last weekend? Yeah, so <laughs> first was uh, Rakesh Santos and obviously Jan uh, Adesanya. Yeah, um, your, your so thoughts on the fights? Was, I mean, uh, Blakovic is really, really well. 
um, didn't get phased, you know, like blocked the leg kicks really well, um, didn't bite the feints too much, uh, stay calm, um, stay composed, you know, even I got scared because he got tired at, at the third round and I was like, okay, maybe this is the beginning of the end. Uh, but as long as as soon as he secured the first big takedown, you know, then he was really like that. This was the game changing, you know, in in the fight. But he also touched him really well, you know. He, he I I didn't look at the um, at the numbers, you know, but I think mm-hmm. he pro, he maybe um, uh, touched him more. Yeah, it, he actually outstruck. According to the stats, which are shaky a bit, but according to the stats, he outstruck. Jan Blachowicz uh-huh. outstruck Israel Adesanya every round. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought so, yeah. I thought so. Because he, he was touching really well also as well, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I was, I was impressed and I was really happy as well. So, actually. so can we, can we uh, tease you for a call-out maybe? <laughs> Easy? For a call-out? Do you want to... <laughs> do you have an yeah, idea for no, your next think... fight? <laughs> No, that's the thing. That's the thing. Easy, yeah. I mean, he's gonna go down. You know, yeah, sure. obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, a call out of Easy will be uh, worthless yeah, because true. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna say anything um, about it. Um, so I just got pushed pushed back to eighth position yeah. because Ankalaev just moved uh, to seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then uh, Santos is on a two fight. No, three. Three fight losing streak. Yeah, he's huh? yeah, he's three fight losing yeah. streak. Yeah. yeah. Um. So maybe not the best fight neither. Uh. I was actually waiting for the win, the winner of Santos Rakic and yeah. Reyes Prochaska. You know, that that will be like something next in line for me. Or yeah. now maybe Ankalaev could be also in my mind. But the thing yeah. is now with my visa issue and no fight islands coming up for the moment, then I I don't really know when I'm gonna when I'm gonna be fighting. You know. Yeah. Stephanie Ecker, the, the female Swiss fighter in the UFC, she actually told us that she, she signed a contract and she said that it's targeting for May somewhere in Singapore and stuff like that. It could be Singapore or could be Fight Island. So that would be something that would, would fit your, your schedule as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready whenever. I mean, uh, as soon as I, as, as I can. I forgot something, you're true. Please. Um, somebody told me, like one of the bouncers, uh, not to say the name, told me about <laughs> something uh, something like that. I think that was Singapore, uh, right? Yeah. Maybe that was Singapore, yeah. something else maybe. It's yeah. true. So that, yeah, that could yeah. be, that could be, we, we're onto something here. We're, we're actually yeah, we're journalisting this. You guys this. are saying it's May? Yeah, end yeah. of May. Okay, end of May. Okay. Well, if the bouncer March, said it, April, it's, it's got to be That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now it's now so. it's Stephanie Ecker <laughs> and the bouncer, yeah. so we have. To <laughs> uh, uh, and now to go, maybe we're gonna be, maybe we're gonna have two Swiss people in the, on the same. That would that actually would be great. Maybe yeah, that would yeah. be great. Um, hey, now that you saw uh, Jan Blahowitz uh, beating Israel Alessandro, how how would you beat Jan Blahowitz? Uh, Jan, I think um, needs to be needs to be needs to be guessing more, you know, uh, on what, what what he was doing. Also, you know, he's, he's, uh, he knows, um, he knew exactly, you know, um, that's, what's his name, uh, Easy will be will only be striking, you know. And yeah. I think that's something that uh, I start also doing a little bit better, you know, like mixing, mixing things more, you know. I've been, I think, developing my style, uh, my ground and my wrestling for a long time now. 
But every time I go into a fight, I just fucking strike, you know. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> happening in my head. I just want to punch people in their face and that's it. But, um, you know, now I think I, I, I evolve um, more and uh, I'm ready, I think, to be more versatile in my fight. So we're going to see like uh, triangles from the back and stuff? Yeah, I can do that, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. good at that. So <laughs> I, try, I triangle people from their back. Nelson, Nelson will be happy to see that, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> when um, John, John Jones moving up to heavyweight, is that good or bad for the light heavyweight uh, division? Uh, it's good, obviously. It's good because, uh, you know, Jones is fighting maybe one time a year. Maybe yeah. two, if he doesn't get involved in uh, drug-related stuff or uh, you know accidents, <laughs> you know, and so on. And um, and now he, that he that he left, you know, there is uh, I mean uh, new stuff coming out, you know, new mm -hmm. champions already already two title fights. Um, mm -hmm. There is a uh, new blood, you know, new new stuff are happening you know in the division mm -hmm. and i'm also really happy that uh jan succeed in a in a defense of the title because otherwise we also will be stuck with the easy you know probably going mm -hmm. back down going back mm -hmm. up you know you never know what's gonna happen you know and so i'm good you know stay that way i i, I said that that Izzy winning the title would be the worst thing for the UFC and the light heavyweight division, but because maybe he would just abandon the title and then the title would be vacant again. So it would be like, well, John Jones abandoned the division. Now a, a guy from middleweight came up and is champion, and now nobody's champion for the second time. Would be like the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. that that would suck. You know that that's actually that's actually why you know I'm um, I'm happy uh, Jan won because uh, then yeah. the Glover can be next in line. Glover is deserving, you know, he's old, you know, he's getting, uh, I think he's 40, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he's a young guy. <laughs> no, not old, you know, not uh, comparing to you, but, you know, for, <laughs> no. for, the, for the UFC, for the UFC oh, belt, you for know? the kind words, Volkan. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah you are, you're very kind to us. Um, listen, um, just, mm -hmm. you said, I have one specific thing um, I wanted to ask you. You said that you follow a lot of fighters and a lot of stuff on, on your Instagram page, you have any fighter or maybe even a specific fight that you want to recommend to our listeners to watch or to to follow? Um, actually, so to follow, I actually just uh, mostly follow my friends and, and stuff. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, if, if people like, you know, uh, to watch Breakdown or, or fight like this, uh, I, there is also a bunch of... Um, instructional or stuff like that they, that you can watch or youtube or on some page mm. uh but you know there is like lawrence lawrence kenshin you know yes perfect on his youtube or, or you know different stuff you know like some striking breakdowns uh, page that's that's also good you know they some mutai whatever i don't remember now mutai authority no, or whatever like some mm. page like this that you can see a lot of you know um, small techniques small breakdowns and this video like this can can also help and develop your own game, you know. I'll mm -hmm. I'll link Lawrence Kenshin in the in the show notes. That's actually a channel I watch all the time because yeah. th this Great. guy really knows what he's watching. We mm -hmm. have some. I, I don't want to st stress your time any more, but we have some questions from fans or from people who listen to the show. 
uh, if you're mm -hmm. if you're ready to answer some of them. Yeah, let's go. Steve, our good friend from California, wants to know how he can help you or contribute to give you the well-deserved watch sponsorship. And why <laughs> is this not a thing yet? Goddamn, Dagger, uh, Diso, Iwis, IWC, Zenith, Rolex, wake the fuck up. <laughs> I think the the watch industry it's uh, they're like old houses, you know, mm. um, and uh, their view on, on on the sport is a little bit not outdated, you know, but it's like uh, older people, you know, and uh, it doesn't fit well with their uh, image, you know. Um, I, I remember I was like um, going through, you know, the, the big door also with uh, with uh, AP or the Marpige, yeah. um, and uh, with uh, there was like they were mentioning my name to one of their um, uh, how you, how you call that? Uh, uh, let's say distributors or se sellers or um, in a conference, you know, in the in a meeting, you know, yes, okay. Oh, okay. in the, one of their meeting. And uh, th there was two names that they were talking about. Sponsor was mine and Connor at the same time. And uh, none of the, none of us got, got it, you know. I think yeah. it's actually really hard, you know. Um, there is different, of, there is obviously, you know, uh, watches brands, but it's also smaller brands. Um, or basically, most of the time, you can be friend of the brand. And uh, this is different. It's mostly like they, you know, they they're they're making price for you to to get mm. to get something. I think, but like mm. uh, to get a real sponsor from from uh, a, a renowned brand, you know, it's uh, I think it's actually pretty pretty hard. You know, this is I think the the fact that maybe it's easier or better to wait to be champion, so you also have more mm. also more also yeah. more you know weights behind your 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 demands mm. if they don't do but it so then then you have to change your gimmick <laughs> you guys are missing out <laughs> that's uh, that's for that's for certain um another another guy chris he wants to know um how you structure your training um, maybe with a focus when you have an injury or are limited by by the pandemics or something do you do you change anything or do you do you try to be uh, do your normal thing yeah, I mean, uh, I just got off uh, an injury. I had uh, a muscle tear in my hamstring. So I was uh, off for like four weeks. <clears throat> the first week, you know, like I was on a crutch, unable to walk and everything. So it was physiotherapy, uh, I mean, physical therapy and, uh, and, and rehab, you know, like this. Uh, then obviously I, I couldn't really move. So I had to do lifting. I did upper body lifting. I, I got I got stronger with my... I got stronger with my legs and, you know, then I got better and better. And now I start training um, on the mat again this last week. Felt okay. felt good. And I just got slowly, slowly, you know, back, back to shape. And, uh, and it's, it's always, it's always uh, different, you know, when you're um, fighting soon, when you, when you don't know, because in MMA, you also sometimes don't know where, when you're going to fight, you know. It could be in in three weeks, you know. It could be in four weeks. So if you do like a like a, a building phase when you want to get a lot of muscle and get strong, maybe you're gonna get slow and you're fighting in three weeks and you're you're gonna be heavy and slow. It's also really hard to plan accordingly in this sport because everything can happen really fast. 
But uh, for the moment, I have uh, no date. So obviously, I'm on the building phase, getting more muscle and get, getting strong. And uh, when I'm going to get closer to a fight, then, uh, then it's going to be more maybe endurance and speed. I'll talk to Sean Shelby. He has to match you up in May. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, do we have five more minutes for, for our uh, special for the God Mode and, and some random questions? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Um, we transform you into a deity, into a God that can make anything happen in an instant. Uh, so your first thing would be, you can acquire a martial arts or combat skill with the snip of your finger. Which one do you choose and why? Any kind of martial arts? Whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. At the highest level. Yes, you you have it in an uh, instant. Uh, so what do I need the most? Uh, let's say um, wrestling. Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> like some, uh, like some freestyle wrestling. For Ankalaev. For fucking Ankalaev, I don't need wrestling for me. <laughs> I'm not very very good. Um, then another God mode question. Uh, you can make any object or thing disappear from the universe. What is it? Um, I was about to say money, but I don't want it to disappear. I just want everything in my hand. <laughs> 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 no, um, objects, objects. Um, I, I, I wanted to say something about technology, but it's also sometimes things that you actually yeah. really need. Um, I was looking around me, you know, like my TV, my phone. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I need those things as well, you know, so I don't know if it's good if it goes away. <laughs> But uh, I will be happy if um, everybody in the world will be less, you know, uh, focused on, on their phone already. Oh. So that, that will mm -hmm. be something good. Very good. Um, Very I'll, good. I'll give you very last thing um, you tell me a number between 1 and 35 and I'll ask you the random question that comes up 22 okay that is a very good one the, the, that, that is actually fitting there is a famous quote from the movie Conan the Barbarian uh, crush your enemies see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women and what is the definition of a good life for Volkan Özdemir? A good life, um, you know, my good life, you know, a perfect week will be training, you know, every day, twice a day, going home, you know, get some good food. Um, I mean, going to the restaurants with my crew, actually, it's actually better, you know, in between trainings, going home, take a nap, go back to the training. On the weekend, you know, have some good sparring with a bunch of people from all around Switzerland and... Uh, On the Sunday, you know, it's uh, hiking in the mountains, you know, going out with my dogs, enjoying some, some beautiful views. And that's, that's a perfect week for me, you know. Very nice. One last, one yeah. last number. Uh, 13. <laughs> you actually have very good uh, choosing skills. That, because we talked about EPA and RBM before. <laughs> um, yeah. What was cool when you were young, but isn't anymore? What was cool when I was young? Um... Uh, what was cool? I don't know. <laughs> was Jim Carrey cool? I loved Jim Carrey when I was young. I was, I was watching Ace Ventura all the time. That was the only DVD I had. 
you know when you had the VHS, you <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, that was one oh, of the yeah. only one I had, and uh, and I was looking at the same movie again and again all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> so think that is... I don't know if he, I don't know if he's not cool no more. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, even uh, most of the young people wouldn't even know who he is. So, yeah, as, yeah. as long as mm-hmm. it's in that region, it's good. Vladimir, uh-huh. any last thing for Volkan? I just have one last question. You were at, uh, at this ice lake in La Brevin. That, that, for people don't know, this is the coldest place. This is Siberia of Switzerland. How long did you last in this lake, laying there? <laughs> uh, I, it was seven minutes. It wasn't. It wasn't too long. Wow. Wow. But, uh, seven minutes. But, uh, oh my god! But uh, the thing is, like, we really wanted to make a big hole, and the the ice was hard. Fuck. <laughs> I had a small small axe. I thought it was enough, bro. Wow. It was no way we can we can go through the through the ice like this. We we I think we need like an electric saw or something like this, like something really powerful. No, that that was the critique I would have to have for you. That that, that axe was way too small. You need <laughs> yes. a bigger axe. <laughs> no, we had we had two three different stuff, but uh, one thing we broke. It's not an axe, it's something, I don't know how you call that. <laughs> but it's broke, and uh, we had the axe and some other stuff, and uh, that, that, that wasn't enough. Imagine being a hiker and watching a few guys there with axes and just <laughs> slamming into that lake and <laughs> getting stripped yeah. and laying yeah, there. Yeah, there like, is, there is actually some people, they were doing some ice, um, <laughs> ice hockey, no, how you call that, ice uh, yeah. skating yeah. Uh, around, uh, next to us. Okay, but uh, yeah, they went. Uh, they were, They went a little bit further away. <laughs> Volcan, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any things you want to plug? Some some your your sponsors, which are not watch sponsors at the moment, which is a shame. <laughs> but maybe other ones or web pages, stuff like that. No, I think the only thing if uh, people are listening, you know, it's like uh, it's you know the 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 training here is always welcome in Neuchatel, you know. If people mm-hmm. want to get better, you know, or just want to share, you know, we have people different weight class as well. And uh, we're also really open for, for, for anything, you know. So if anybody want to train, get better and, and, and spend some good time, you know, uh, we're here. And, um, you know, let's get better and develop the MMA in Switzerland, you know. That's, that's I think, the whole point. Perfect. Yeah. Last words. I'll link Fight Move Academy in, in our show notes mm-hmm. for anybody that is interested or just send me a message. Volkan, sure. we'll look very much forward to see you again and hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, thank you so much. I Thanks really so much. Thank Thanks you for your time. time. Thank you, Volkan. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Good luck. Yes. Vladimir, that was, uh, that was Volkan Özdemir. Do we continue in English or do we make it in, in German? Uh, yes, yes, my friends, Fletchness. Spinch <laughs> <laughs> too. Also, <laughs> we switch over to Swiss German now. Ja, das könnte die anderen abschalten. Genau. Genau. Ja, das ist der Volkan gewesen. Ja. Super. Kannst du nicht viel sagen, oder? Ich hätte noch, ich hätte noch viel mehr Fragen gehabt. Er hat uns vorhin gesagt, er hätte 30 Minuten Zeit und ich habe versucht, ja, ja, ich habe versucht das ein bisschen zu respektieren, so gut wie es angeht. Also es war ziemlich, ziemlich genau. Gewesen. Ich habe ich so ein bisschen auf die Tour geschaut und es hat gestimmt, mehr oder weniger, oder? Also plus minus ein paar Minuten. Nein, nein, das kannst du gut. Das kannst du gut. Das hat sich gelohnt. Ja, ähm, ja. ja sehr Aha. gut. Ja, es ist eigentlich, ist eigentlich speziell, wo ich auch nicht äh, daran gedacht habe. Eben, es ist, ist schon zwei, drei Mal gewesen, dass er Visa-Issues gehabt hat. Ähm, und das scheint irgendwie noch nicht ganz gelöst zu sein. Darum ist es im Moment natürlich noch mal schwieriger. Aber der, 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 der sollte schon wieder kämpfen. 
Hat das etwas zu tun mit der äh, Schläge, die er gehabt hat, irgendwo mal in Florida Nein, vor glaub, ein paar Jahren? ich glaube es nicht. Ich glaube es nicht. Ich glaub, das, nee, nicht okay. das weiß immer, dass das ist am Schluss mit, mit Arbeitsding. Ja. Könnte ich nicht sagen. Okay. Vladi, was ja, hast du? Eigentlich ist er ja gut, gut aufgehoben dort in der Find Move Academy in Nelson. Oder? Meine, es ist jetzt nicht irgendwie tragisch für ihn, dass er nicht auf Amerika kann trainieren kann. Es ist einfach blöd, dass er jetzt nicht kann kämpfen kann. Ich denke es schon. Also, es ist etwas, was ich, ich gefunden habe. Er hat gut rausgehoben und ich meine, klar, er hat sich entschieden, in Amerika zu trainieren. Er hat auch gesagt, mhm. dass man wahrscheinlich als Profikämpfer das irgendwann sollte machen sollte. Ähm, dass man in der Schweiz, oder unabhängig wahrscheinlich, wo man ist, halt einfach einmal andere Looks oder andere, andere Wege braucht. Ähm, mhm. Aber dass er eigentlich seit seine Base ist nach wie vor beim, beim Nelson in, in, in der Fight Move Academy. Finde ich super. Er, Find findet, ich super. er findet offensichtlich die, mhm. die Sparring-Partner, die er braucht. Der Erfolg gibt ihm recht. Ich meine, es ist, ja. wir reden da von, von absolutem, also vom, vom höchsten Niveau MMA, wo man kann kämpfen kann. Und ähm, da verliert man halt ab und zu einmal. Oh, ja, sowieso. Also eben, wenn du also in der Top 5 drin bist, dann hast du eigentlich alles Leute, die quasi gleich gut sind wie du. Also, ja. ja, dann kann man auch mal einen verlieren. Das ist nicht tragisch. Gesehen ich auch so. Genau. Vladi, was hast du Lust? Was ja. haben wir noch zusammen anschauen? Was muss loswerden? Ja gut, ich also, meine jetzt mal, der Elefant im Boom ist natürlich äh, die letzte UFC, oder? Das ist ein, jetzt, ein verdammt grosser Elefant. Ja. Ein riesen Elefant. Jetzt weiß ich nicht, ob wir zeitlich da überhaupt äh, genug Zeit haben, das da alles äh, irgendwie reinzumosten. Nein, du könntest, oder, du suchst, du suchst dir zwei, drei Fights aus, oder ich sage dir zwei, drei, wo ich deine, deine, deine Takes muss hören muss. Ja, so sag. Also, erste, erste Ding, das ich muss hören muss, ähm, ist der Dominic Cruz gegen den Casey Kenny. Ja, ähm, ich habe den Podcast äh, Love from America gelost und ich bin eigentlich eurer Meinung, der Cruise äh, hat immer noch sein wilde, sein zabbelige Game drauf, aber es ist nicht mehr so zabbelig wie auch schon. Und man sieht schon, dass er ein bisschen alt wird und so. Für den Kenny hat es jetzt noch nicht gelangt, äh, den Cruise zu schlagen, aber äh, die Luft wird dünn, sobald er dann gegen wirklich Gute geht. Also, ich glaube, das ist jetzt vorbei mit dem, mit dem äh, noch irgendwie, ich will, um einen Titel zu kämpfen oder so. Der, der Callout von Hans Molenkamp. Ah, so etwas finde ich nur noch doof. Das ist nicht der Besitzer vom, vom Monster Energy Drink, sondern das ist der, der für, irgendwie Atle also für Sportsponsoring zuständig ist. Und ich habe hab jetzt einmal auf seine Instagram-Seite geschaut. Naja, okay. Also du bist, du bist so, in deiner, deiner seiner Meinung, dass das ein, ein sehr spezielles Verhalten von Dominic Cruz war? Ja, also der Kampf, egal ob es jetzt ein Showkampf ist oder was weiß ich was, interessiert mich überhaupt nicht. Ja, logisch nicht. Ähm, dann haben wir einen, einen, äh, ja, ich fast sagen, einen, einen, einen lokalen Fighter. Wir, wir nehmen dann einfach zu unseren lokalen Fighter dazu, den Alexander Rakic, mhm. der gegen Thiago Santos gekämpft hat. Deine Meinung zu dem Kampf? Ja, habe ich super gut gefunden von Rakic, wie er es gemacht hat. Er hat einen, hat einen taktischen Kampf gemacht. hat äh, nicht wollen, da brawlen mit dem, mit dem Santos. Ähm, ist auch wichtig für ihn gewesen, den Kampf zu gewinnen, denn jetzt ist er nämlich, kann man wahrscheinlich sagen, in dem neuen Rankings Nummer 2. Das heißt, er kann jetzt eigentlich zurücklehnen, warten, bis der, der Blahovic und ähm, Glover Teixeira gekämpft hat und er ist dann der Nächste. Er muss eigentlich jetzt mal gar nichts mehr unternehmen, er muss einfach warten. Wir haben ja vor äh, zwei, drei Minuten äh, mit jemandem geredet, wo der Alexander Rakic schon ja. mal besiegt hat. Genau, eigentlich, äh, ja, für den Volkan wäre es eigentlich... Äh, auch nicht schlecht, oder? 
auch nicht schlecht. Also er hat eigentlich dann einen besiegt, der in, in Kürze um den Titelkampf kämpfen wird. Wer schaut wer äh, der Ansicht, dass, der, dass dem Thiago Santos seine Knie schlechter sind als meine? Ja. ja. Äh, also als Dini will ich jetzt nicht, weil also das sind glaub, die schlechtesten Knie, die ich jemals gesehen habe. <lacht> aber aber ähm, ja, also da merkt man schon, dass der, hat, dass der da äh, eine brutale Verletzung hat. Ja, das, also ist, das ist schon nicht mehr der gleiche Santos wie, wie vorher. Ob er überhaupt irgendwann mal noch zurückkommt und der, 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 der Hammer wird schwingen, das weiß ich nicht. Ähm, ja gut, klar. Also ich meine, äh, Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson muss man wahrscheinlich nicht viel sagen, aber auch da vielleicht... Es ist einfach so eine happy Story. Ich habe das irgendwie einen Hammer gefunden. Man hat in dem, in dem Embedded hat man die mit dem Baby gesehen, die herzige Familien und so. Und dann, und dann kommen sie und tätschen schnell die Megan Anderson ab und so und haben eigentlich die, die, die Gerichtsklasse komplett geklärt. Also da gibt es jetzt wirklich niemand mehr. Sie kann jetzt wieder runtergehen. So. Es ist einfach so eine, eine wunderschöne Geschichte mit einem Happy Ending. Es, es wäre total äh, kontraproduktiv gewesen für das Ganze, wenn jetzt Megan Anderson gewonnen hätte. Ja, ich ich glaube, es, es, hat auch nur, es ist nur schön zum Zuschauen. Ja, so. Wunderbar. Also, wirklich, es hat mich richtig so happy gemacht. Wie wir bei Love from America, from America schon gesagt haben, ja. also, Megan Anderson war jetzt nicht ein Live-Contender. Ein Live aber eben auch da wieder, äh, was ich eigentlich immer wieder sage, wenn du Weltelite-Top bist, wie das der Mandan Younes ist, dann musst du halt auch Leute, die weniger gut sind wie, wie du, aber halt auch entsprechend weg tun. Und das hat sie natürlich gemacht. Und sie hat gesagt, Mama Lion ist noch viel gefährlicher. Ich glaube, ich, ich muss ihr glauben. <lacht> Absolut. Ja. Dann ähm, vielleicht mal ein bisschen anderen Weg, um zu fragen. Ähm, Algermain Sterling hat äh, trotzdem, dass er den Belt im, im Cage liegen lässt, hat er ihn dann nach ja. einer Party gleich angehört. Was meinst du dazu? Ja klar, er hat gewonnen. Durch Disqualifikation. Ich meine, es wollte jetzt niemand, das ist schon klar. Kein Kämpfer will durch Disqualifikation gewinnen. Er auch nicht, ja. Aber er auch nicht, das verstehe ich. Aber, ähm, aber so sind halt die Regeln. Ich meine, ich schaue immer so viel Fußball und dann liegen die Leute an mich rum. Und das ist, muss ich zugeben, das war mein erster Gedanke, als ich ihn gesehen habe, am Cage liegen. Und ich dachte, ah, ich glaube, der tut jetzt ein bisschen schlimmer, als es ist. Aber äh, da muss ich mich, das muss ich zurücknehmen. Also wenn du natürlich voll eins gewuchtet überkommst und eben eigentlich das gar nicht erwartest, ähm, dann, dann bist du einfach nachher eingeschränkt. Auch wenn du jetzt irgendwie dann gleich noch weitermachst, wieso sollst du das? Der andere das hat mit einer total korrekt. illegalen Technik dir, dir vielleicht, ich weiß nicht, wie viel, wie viel Prozent von deiner Kampffähigkeit weggenommen. Wieso sollst du ihm quasi den Gefallen tun und jetzt aus einem komischen, heroischen Akt raus da noch weiter zu kämpfen? Immediate Rematch. Ah, das sowieso. Ja. Und ich denke, ich denk, der, der Peter Jan äh, schlägt ihn, wobei, weiß man jetzt natürlich auch nicht. Ja, das ja, ja. Also ist gut, so eben, wie gesagt. Ich habe einen, hab einen vorausgegangen, ja. Ich habe gedacht, jetzt, der, 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 der Sterling, obwohl er nie wirklich aus dem Kampf war, ist, habe ich gedacht, ist er so ein langsam ein bisschen am, am, am Faden gewesen, wie man das so sagt. Also ich habe ich auch mit dem Luke das im Love from America Podcast mhm. besprochen und gefunden, ähm, man sollte einfach den Kampf schauen, bis die DQ kommt und dann geniessen, weil es mhm. ein geiler Kampf war. Ja, super. Es war ein mega Kampf. Letzter äh, Fight von dieser Card. Ähm, haben wir auch vorne mit dem Volkan schon ein bisschen darüber geredet. Äh, Israel mhm. Sanja gegen Jan Blachowitsch. Ja, also es war ein mega Kampf. Es war wirklich super. Es war nicht wirklich jemand dominant über den anderen. 
Und lang hat es so ein bisschen ausgesehen, als würde Israel Adesanya gewinnen. Und dann mit den Takedowns hat sich dann eigentlich das Blatt ein bisschen gewendet. Ich bin nicht sicher gewesen, genau, wer, wer nach Punkten vorne ist, wo der Kampf fertig war. Was hast ich du, hast gedacht, du wahrscheinlich oder? Ist es, Ja, ich, wenn ich, wenn ich, wenn ich, wenn ich als Fan schaue, dann will ich mir eigentlich nicht überlegen, wer, wer jetzt welche Runde gewonnen hat, sondern will ich es einfach geniessen. Und äh, ich habe das als Fan geschaut und so vom Gefühl her habe ich gedacht, ja, okay, gut, wahrscheinlich hat es der Blauwitz gerade noch knapp geschafft, aber vielleicht auch nicht. Also ich bin nicht sicher gewesen. Also die, also die zwei Runden, wo er Takedown hatte, also die hat er ja sicher gewonnen. Ich bin aber nicht sicher, ob er eine von den ersten drei gewonnen hat. Aber für mich völlig in Ordnung. Ähm, ich habe ha mir eben überlegt, ich habe es auch mit dem Volkan gesagt, ich glaube, das Schlimmste wäre gewesen, wenn der Adesanya den Kampf gewonnen hat für die UFC und für, und für, ja. die, für die Light Heavyweight Division. Von dem her ist jetzt die Ordnung ist hergestellt, der Blauwitz hat gewonnen und man kann jetzt weitermachen. Es ist jetzt nicht einer von neu mit anders gekommen, hat noch einen Titel geholt und man weiß dann nicht, wie es weitergeht. Nein, also es ist natürlich auch nicht gerade jeder Kämpfer so wie der, wie der Conor McGregor oder so, der dann gar nicht mehr kämpft. Ähm, ich ja. hätte jetzt dem Easy eher noch zutraut, dass er auch weitermacht. Aber ich bin grundsätzlich nicht mehr so Fan von diesen, von diesen Moves. Auch beim Easy das Gefühl hatte, es ein bisschen früher. Ich denke, so ein... So ein äh, ähm, es gibt Kämpfer, die das könnten machen, die die Moves auf können machen können. Amanda Nunes ist zum Beispiel so jemand, der es einfach wirklich findet, gut, das musst du probieren. Auch ein John Jones. Da, mhm. Das ist ein Punkt, wo ich sage, mal, komm, probier mal etwas anderes. Wäre auch schön gewesen, wenn es zum Beispiel der Khabib gemacht hätte. Mhm. Aber jetzt da so easy blachowitsch richtig, da finde ich auch, das ist jetzt noch, ist jetzt gut, ist es so rausgekommen, wie es rausgekommen ist. Übrigens für die Fans noch zu empfehlen, schauen die ähm, Fight Pass Prelims, die sind etwas vom Besten gewesen, was ich, ich schon lange gesehen habe. Ja. Dort hat es Jones im ersten Kampf gehabt, der gegen den Bautista gewonnen hat. Der war sensationell. Gewesen. Der Medic, der Serb, der glaube ich in Alaska wohnt, ich meine, das ja. ist ja auch so eine strange Combo, ist auch extrem gut gewesen. Und äh, der Brady, der Sean Brady, also ich meine, da kommt ja ein Dude von unten, von diesen von Rankings unten. Ich meine, der wird richtig Probleme bereiten. Ja, da hat es also einiges gutes Zeug dabei gehabt. Also ja. unbedingt auch da klare, klare ähm, Empfehlung, um wahrscheinlich wirklich die ganze Karte mal reinzuschauen. Ich muss, es, ich muss den Namen einfach... Ein Sechuku. Das muss man einfach mal sagen. Ja, ist sehr gut. Ein Sechuku. Sehr gut. Hast du gut gesagt? Ja, ist absolut. Ist nicht, ist nicht schlecht. Ja. Gut. Ja, also das ist... Äh, ähm. Hast du beim, beim äh, Embedded hast du, hast du die Story gehört, vom, dass das nicht mehr in den Medien war, von Blachowitz mit dem Selbstmörder? Absolut, habe ich das gehört. Äh, ich das kann auch, wenn, du, wenn, du genau schaust, wenn du genau schaust, <lacht> siehst du beim äh, MMA Love, Love from America Cover auf unserer Webseite. Sieht ich man das? Das Rope mhm. vom Hanged Man. Ähm, ah, wunderbar. <lacht> ähm, ja, er hat, er hat tatsächlich das erzählt, für die, die es nicht wissen. Also, ähm, er, hat, ähm, er ist gelaufen im Wald und hat einen, äh, einen äh, traurig, logisch, ich möchte mir nicht darüber lustig machen, einen Suizid äh, gesehen, respektive jemand, der sich erhängt hat. Und offensichtlich gibt es in Polen äh, so eine Volksweisheit, die sagt, ähm, du musst wenn du jemanden siehst, der sich erhängt hat, also einen Hanged Man, dann musst du ein, ein Stück von dem Seil, wo er sich damit erhängt hat, nehmen und das bringt dann Glück. Und äh, er dreht so ein Seil jetzt um als, als Armband. Also ist, äh, ist nicht schlecht. Ist mega strange. Aber man muss einfach auch schauen. Man muss es, eben, es, ist ja, es ist ja mega traurig eigentlich. Aber 
Aber es ist auch, wie der das erzählt hat, ist das mega strange. Ja, es ist ja so. Die, so die, ist... die Grimasse, die er gemacht hat. Ja, zuerst habe ich gemeint, er lebt noch nicht gesagt, hey, dude und so. Und dann sagt er so, der kam so, der hat so eine Grimasse gemacht und dann gelacht dazu. So ein Ja, es ist, äh, es ist cold. Also, das ist schon ein polnisch. Es ist cold, das kann man sagen. Ja. Ähm, genau. Ja. Proper 12 hat einen neuen Besitzer. Das ist richtig. Interessiert das jemanden? Null. Also dass der Gila Jose Cuervo Firma ist? Ja, es ist einfach es ist halt ein Business-Deal und äh, ja, also für den Connor würde gelten, wie für viele vielleicht lieber kein Proper 12 trinken. Hm. Ja, hast, okay. du mal, hast du das mal probiert? Nein, aber ich habe schon Leute gehört, die haben gesagt, es ist mega grusig und ich habe Leute gehört, die sagen, es ist mega fein. Ja, ja, gut. Ich weiß es nicht. Was das kommst du in der Schweiz. Es ist immer ich bin situativ. Es ist immer situativ. Apropos Connoisseur, vielleicht, vielleicht zum ja. Abschluss vom, vom Podcast. Wir sind bald am, am ja. Ende angelangt. Oh. Ähm, wir haben ja vom, vom Dominik Sommer von fightapparel.ch ähm, netterweise ein paar Fitro-Bars bekommen. Mhm. Ich habe bereits ich gesagt, noch nicht ja, richtig, mhm. ein, 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 ein Teil von diesen Fitro-Bars ist jetzt unterwegs nach Seattle und ein Teil von diesen Fitro-Bars wird auch bald in deinem Briefkasten den Weg finden. Und sobald wir das weißt, haben, mhm. wird, äh, werden wir die reviewen. Ja, auf jeden Fall. Das gehört, das gehört das wir dann jetzt nicht ein bisschen in Running Gag. Genau, die sind immer noch... Äh, ja, äh, vom Kaffee haben wir eigentlich auch noch nichts. Doch, oder doch, haben doch, wir doch. etwas gehört? Ja, er hat gesagt, der Kaffee sei sehr gut. Das Aha. ist der Kaffee, der Oruberos Blend von Carlos Condit. Er hat den bestellt und gesagt, das sei sehr gut. Es ist einfach wahnsinnig teuer und dann kommen wir gleich guten Kaffee für die Hälfte vom Preis im Laden über. Ja, gut, das ist, das ist, äh, ja, das ist klar. Jetzt etwas habe ich mir noch aufgeschrieben und jetzt gerade schon geschaut. Und zwar, äh, der Alistair Overeem und der Junior Santos sind nicht mehr in der UFC. Mhm. Was wie hast du die Nachricht aufgenommen? Ja, ich freue mich, wenn der Strober im äh, in Rising kämpft bald. Ich habe eine bessere Idee. Oh, Achtung, jetzt was? BKFC. Die zwei gegeneinander? Oder gegen irgendjemanden. Also der, der Junior Santos hat ein extrem gutes Boxen. Ich bin nicht sicher, ob er jetzt ein Fit ist, weil er ist viel zu freundlich für BKFC. Aber ja, äh, du, das ist einfach... Das sind jetzt einfach zwei Releases von Leuten, die wahrscheinlich relativ teuer sind ähm, und wo wahrscheinlich ihre Zenit auch bis zu einem gewissen Grad erreicht haben. Ich glaube, der Junior Santos hat irgendwie vier oder fünf von den letzten Kämpfen verloren. Und vielleicht ist es auch gar nicht so schlecht, dass man die Leute einfach wieder in einem neuen Umfeld, in einer neuen Organisation nochmal sieht. Ich glaube, mhm. beide können noch kämpfen. Ich glaube nicht, dass die beiden irgendwie Schatz sind oder gerade, gerade Alistair Overeem sowieso nicht. Ähm, mhm. Darum finde ich, ist okay. Manchmal kommt jemand, manchmal geht jemand. Ich denke, die tauchen relativ schnell. Eben wie du gesagt hast, entweder bei Ryzen oder dann bei Bellator oder bei der PFL tauchen die wieder auf. Ähm, das ist doch, also ich meine, gerade bei Bellator, dort, äh, dort wäre es noch interessant, wie die sich dort würden metzgen. Beim Junior Dos Santos habe ich gerade nachgeschaut, vier, vier letzte Kämpfe hat der verloren, alle mit TKO. Mhm. Mhm. Vielleicht müsste man sich dort mal überlegen, doch etwas anderes zu machen. Du meinst, äh, was? Er war mal in einer Tanzshow in Brasilien, gewesen. das könnte wieder etwas okay. sein. Okay. Ja. Okay. Vladimir, wir ja. sind am Ende vom Podcast. Ja, das, sind wir, ja. das sowieso. <lacht> ähm, vielen Dank, dass ihr äh, zugelassen habt. Ähm, genau. Ihr könnt uns folgen 
auf instagram.com slash mmlovepodcast oder auf facebook.com slash mmlovepodcast. Dort kommen wir immer die neuesten News über. Ihr könnt auch Fragen stellen oder wenn ihr möchtet, dass wir über ein bestimmtes Thema reden oder wenn ihr einen Vorschlag für einen bestimmten Gast habt, macht ihr das dort. Hören könnt ihr uns überall, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wo wir immer wollt. Und ähm, Crazy Gute Car gewesen. super Interview mit dem Volkan. Ja, super gewesen. Nächste Woche gibt es wieder einen Gast, einen Mann. Das mehr verraten wir nicht, aber er kommt aus dem Rübeliland oder aus dem Land von der weißen Socke. Super, super geheim und ähm, wir freuen uns. Bis dann. Schönen Abend mit Super. Ciao. Ciao Tschüss. zusammen.